You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolize Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome, everybody, to I'll Hang Up and Listen. I am the co-host of Two Goalies on Mike, Dwayne Steinel. Joining you after an embarrassing 10-4 loss to the Dallas Stars, I am joined by Jake Micah, uh, most notably known from Happy Hour Hoops, but former defenseman for the Hart Foundation. Uh, we miss you, bud. But, um, yeah, yeah, Jake. Um, let's not yeah. even – let's get right into it. Yeah. Yeah, can you can we get up the heat? I should have downloaded it into the. I'm gonna do that right now. I'm gonna download the heat. Yeah, get map get the heat just map. so we can uh just so we can bring it up for reference a lot with? of times. I I think that's the biggest thing that we should. I mean, it was yeah. it the poor guy. Like I just we we want to give I want to give you the floor because you the first thing you said to me was we need to give a defense to Eric Comrie because his uh the other 18 guys on the ice might zero have to do with that zero. Eric Comrie slander. Zero. The effort tonight defensively was piss poor. And that's for a lack of a better term. I've never seen so many guys, so many opponents forwards left uncontested in front of the net, below the dots, in that entire area, as you will see on the heat map. I've never seen so many high danger chances in front of our net. This entire season, maybe even last season, and that goes for the 18-game losing streak under Ralph Kruger. That was a joke. Yep. I mean, did we ever get 10 goals with Ralph Kruger? I don't know. But that was a joke. This team gave up. This was worse than the Boston game. And then Don Granato. I'm sorry. I I love Donnie, but he lost a little respect for me tonight. He left Eric Comrie out there for all 10 of those goals. Yeah. I wouldn't have blamed him at all if he smashed his stick after, after any one of those 7, 8, 9, 10 goals and just walked off the ice. Because how do you let him, an NHL veteran, one of the more respected guys, not Warren, but a respected guy in the locker room, sit there to mm-hmm. get pumped for 10 goals while your players do nothing to prevent it. Nothing to prevent it at all. They stood there and puck watched. They used their sticks as windshield wipers. The effort was atrocious, Jake. Atrocious. <laughs> windshield wipers. That's a good one. <laughs> it was bad, efforts. dude. It... On Sunday nights at, 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 at the no, fucking Harbor Center. I can't even get the word out. Those defensemen do some mugging. They do. That's the thing. Whoa. We don't got any guys doing it was embarrassing. I'm get, I'm getting the heat met up right now. I just got it loaded up on the screen. And you just guys just need to see this and just think about what Eric Comrie had to deal with when you look at this. Look at that. Look at all look at where the stars were taking all of their shots from tonight. Look at where their goals came from. Look where their goals came from. Slot shot, slot shot, slot shot. 
slot shot, slot shot, crease shot, all house shots, all within the house right here. This one, even I'll even count that right outside. Like it's still a good shot from there. Everything, everything is all these are good. No, there's no fluky goal. There's no goal that's up from the point. There's no goal from the sideboards. There's nothing. Look at where all that's happening. That's not the goalie's fault. Literally nothing he could do. And this has been a problem since last June, since before Owen Powers showed up, even stepped on the ice, even put on a Buffalo Sabres uniform. They needed defensemen. I really wanted, before P.K. Suvan took a cushy job in the ESPN studio, just up there cracking jokes with Kevin Weeks. I was really hoping he would play a couple more years and come to Buffalo. Somebody like that doesn't, that's just one example. Like that's the kind of defenseman they have needed desperately. They decided not to address it in the off season. They decided not to address it at the deadline yet again. I mean, they picked up Riley Stillman remains to be seen, yeah. whatever, whatever you want to say about him. Um, you would think that it's priority number one this off season, but it's, it's letting this team down and you just, the proof is in the pudding right here. I mean, it's, it's it's it was a defensive and that's not just the defenders too that's the entire team that's the forwards well, and every everybody the all in between tonight was there was none there was none i was sitting i was going back and forth with somebody on the second goal um i i don't know who scored it all i know is the puck goes to the back uh behind the goal line samuelson yeah. has his man has his man who ends up being your goal scorer he leaves his man to go to the puck carrier who is in a very low danger area right by the goal line. Leaves him uncontested, staring down at the puck while he's doing it. That puck, where do you think it went, Jake? Right in the net. Right to the right to the front. And yep. the player who was on Samuelson's hip shoots that puck right by Comrie top corner. Yep. What? I mean, Tage Thompson, it's his responsibility to get back to get back a back check on that. But why is Samuelson, you as a defenseman, are you unless it's a loose puck behind the net, are you chasing that man? If no, are, what's the point? There's I'm no never point. chasing, I'm never chasing anybody behind the net. Even if there's a loose puck, I'm thinking about chasing the puck behind the net. Like that's the and that's the that's the kind of careless mistake. They they are told to be aggressive, and that's like to agree, but they, they this is where you get lost on that for me at the defensive end because that's just like that's just abandoning all your defensive principles you're taught and that's the 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 problem with this game tonight too is you're talking about a guy who doesn't do that the the only guy you can usually count on to not make a mistake like that in a night is Samuelson it, like everybody else on on the court do, makes a mistake like that every night he's usually the one that is cleaning everything up so when you know when you he's getting rolling around it's it's tough man it's tough and the turnovers too this is a great point because so much of their offense getting created off the rush and everything else dallas was very good they were predictable tonight though they didn't do any favors for dallas dallas was just back checking hard and yeah. just putting pressure and then turning it right back up and the sabers were like oh my gosh like we've never seen this before when they've they were challenged by this the last they've 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 been tested like this in games and been able to turn it around. Dwayne, it was 5-3. With 15 minutes at 5-3, yeah, what did was. you think? What did you think? Even if it was going so bad, like you were like, they could turn it on and Honestly, score two goals in 10 minutes here. that was the first time, even down by two. There have been a lot of times this season when even down by two, I felt I felt good. I didn't want to turn the TV off. Mm -hmm. And the past couple of years, I turned the TV off because I know there's no chance they're coming back down by two. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. They're, they just don't have the heart. Yeah.
tonight was probably the first time this season where even down five to three, I'm sitting there looking. I'm like, there's just no way. There's just no way. They're playing too poorly in their own end. Mm-hmm. And they haven't – there was no point where they had they had waves of good play in their own end. There was no good player in their own end. There was none. There was just Zero, none. Yeah. There was no sacrifice. There was no heart. There was no awareness. There was nothing. There's nothing. 49 shots is what the official total was, or shot attempts at least, on Comrie for the night, which is just abysmal, abysmal. 49 shots, even in a fast-paced game. Even if you're in an up-paced game with a team where both teams' shot total is high, 49 is absurd. You're you're fucking up if you're letting up 49 in regulation. Like, that just should not happen. And don't get me wrong, like – for a goaltender from, I mean, just your average average to mediocre fan, you see your goalie give up 10 goals, it's like, wow, he must have played fucking awful tonight. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. And it, and it sucks for him because, you know, things like this come, this is a guy that, you know, is getting a flyer on a flyer deal as it is, and his numbers are going to be important to how much money he makes on his next deal. And this kind of game just fucks your whole season up because you get exactly. 10 put on you and they don't take him out. Like you said earlier, like they just leave him in there to just rot and fucking deal with it. It, it was it was all all bad bad effort all around on that bench yeah. tonight too. Like they were like couldn't get through to the guys. Clearly, there was there's no chance where it, like you said, the effort wasn't there defensively. Like they were getting goals, and that's the crazy thing is this team is so talented that they can just put up four goals in a game where they don't do anything and and still be able to like you know capitalize on quick chances they create but it just ne- was never yeah. there it just was never there i like, like this comment right here if i were comrie i'd be fucking in oh he's it. he had to i hope he lit into him after the game i would hope yeah. so or like, or anderson or one of the goalies anderson like, especially i'm not sure who was on the bench for them tonight mm-hmm. uh in the backup position uh but couldn't i don't especially remember especially if it's anderson like i it if I'm Craig Anderson and I'm on the bench, or if I'm in the stands watching, I am in that locker room. I'm standing up like before the Don even says anything. You guys should be fucking apologizing to him mm-hmm. right now. Right now. Because that was embarrassing. That is not a team that wants to be in the playoffs. Nope. That is a team that is just content with next year. Yep. Next year. That is not a team that is starving for a playoff appearance this year. No way. That no. wasn't against the Islanders. I mean, the islanders the islanders at least the effort was there at least it was tight yeah i think that that i think that that that, i think that was embarrassing i think that that's what i think that that's as much what it was too is that this is a young team and we know how streaky they are and the mental challenges that you have to go through in a season and i think that they got that just like us like we were doing doing going into battle yesterday Dwayne, on twitter these players were probably pissed about that because they they probably think the same thing we think about that call. And it's hard for young guys to get that out of their head. And it's hard for me to think that that didn't carry over into tonight a little bit, a little bit of just a letdown of how probably hyped up they got for that game and everything else. And even thinking about the night that night in Edmonton too, like, but that's, that's what good teams do. They come through and pull through and bounce back after a night like that and win this game at home. And what the fuck, dude? They're five seventeen and two in the Blues now. This is crazy. This yeah. is like an in, in insane run. Um, can we, I think I need to go and look back at what games, uh, what the overall record of the Goathead games will be, though, because I feel like the marketing staff put them again in favorable yeah. matchups potentially 
Um, I think that's the biggest thing we need to find out here. But it is kind of crazy that the record is so different at this point. And the blues are just getting a bad rap. I have a beautiful blue in my closet right now. And I'm just like, it feels like it's bad luck. So Shayna, I mean, I know at Hey Shay is on Twitter. You know, she's another one yep. of the analytics people on Twitter who, you know, again, she knows her shit. She goes, Eric Comrie allowed 5.92 goals against above ab- goals above expected tonight based on his workload. My God. But that's insane. So but, he should have let up four goals. They <laughs> should like realistically, like realistic. this is ridiculous. And, and that that was that that was a quote that was something said to me. He says, since we're doing advanced stats, and my response is that heat map again. My second time to this, that's my response. The heat map. That's yeah. the only response I need. Yeah. Look at that heat map, and you're gonna tell me that that is on Eric Comrie tonight. You're yeah. smoking a. You're smoking some great dope, dude. Some great dope. <laughs> No one hit, defended, lack of awareness, front of net, inexcusable turnovers after turnover. Thompson is over. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say Thompson. I don't know about that part. But he might still – but but something – he still might be hurt with whatever his – they might I don't not – I, Yeah, I, I agree. Whatever it was, because if it's a if it's a lower, you know this better. You know this probably as anybody else. Is it's a lower back or it was a mid back injury or something like that? That shit's not going away in two weeks. No, you're playing and feeling your, better. You're, you're just playing through it. You're playing through it. And you can't and you can't and you can't torque time off and you can't torque your body the same way as no, you used to. And this is a guy who who lives on torquing his body at an extreme, yep, like whatever to, to you know he's put he's putting up hundred mile an hour shots like this guy's putting it through it. So I do think there is probably something to that. And yeah, it's just I, I wouldn't go that far with Tage, but it does look like he's still hampered by yeah. something. Blast from the past here. Fucking pathetic effort. Yeah. Monster. What's up, Monster? <laughs> I, I agree, Monster. Love it. Love, I love it. Love it. He's in the chat. I fucking love it. I oh, love it. Sick uh, masks, too. High danger chances plus breakdowns. Break. Yeah, the breakaway. Dude, and that's another thing, too, I want to bring up. How many times over the last three games have we seen the forwards just slip behind the defense? Just slip behind the defense. Yeah. Uncontested. Like, like head on a swivel. How are you allowing... Like, how are you allowing it's, that often during a 60-minute game for those players to just get behind you? It drives me crazy, Dwayne, because I think I think these basic things all the time, and I just come back to a round that they're just not good hockey but They just shouldn't be NHL hockey players, or at least every night NHL hockey player. And that's not everybody on that decor. But it's it's the it's the same guys who do it over and over again. It's your Bryson's. It, Labushkin, to an extent. Yoka Haru has gotten better, but Yoki still has – Yoki – Yoki needs to be a third pairing defenseman. That is my my crux of this team is that that is the kind of guy who has been asked to do too much in this situation, and he would flourish so much. Like there are guys on that decor that are just put into roles that they shouldn't. As great as power, it, like Darlene, I think gets exactly the workload he should get. As great as power has been mm-hmm. this year, he never should have had to have taken on the workload that he has had to take on. No, he's, like he's it's crazy. It's wait, how many defensemen at 19 are playing 25 minutes a night? Like it's and and if you can do and he obviously he could have taken it on and everything, but it's just insane that they didn't have like any other course of action. There was no break in case of emergency valve in this decor in case something what happens if those guys both had gotten hurt? What would they have done? They were really going to roll out Pilot and Bryson and Clegg all on the same th- with with Samuelson and Labushkin and just be like, all right, 
let's roll that out like it's just i didn't understand it at all and it's just games like tonight where you see it clearly yeah it's i just uh it's funny too we, we talked about it before coming in we've been sitting here rant and raving for clay and bryson to be off the ice and the first game yeah it's tough the first game they're not out there to, either of them are out there you give up 10 goals like i just well i don't know matt i just you know where do you go from here where do you go i i, I mean where do I you go it's a huge uh it's it, it, and that's the thing is we can sit, we can sit here and say it's dead because that's how we feel tonight but realistically it's just it's still about the same chance they've had you know the last week or so give or take a couple percentage points but those percentage points could change really quick and this is the thing about this team young team they've been streaky for two years now and they are on a bad streak so it's realistic to think that a good streak will just pop up out of nowhere at some point will it start saturday that's what we're looking up to directly ahead right we got the rangers in town a little mid-afternoon what is it six o'clock start not a, instead of a seven o'clock start um patrick kane back in town wearing the rangers i mean it's it's going to be a crazy atmosphere down there so i would hope that that's the kind of game that these guys would get up for, right? Yeah, you you think like, you know, you would hope that they would get away. You know, you know, you know. I know we say they showed up against the Islanders, but I mean, watching that game, just I know the Islanders played such a strong shutdown defensive game, but like, oh, it's so hard to watch games against. Them. Yeah, it really is. But like, <laughs> you were outshot. I think it was. Yeah, it was thirty nine to twenty two or twenty three. Yeah. It is a it is a road back. It's a schedule fuck it is, too it because is. road back to back after playing fucking McDavid is just like a fuck you to the, to the Sabres yeah. on that schedule. Like putting McDavid at home and then making you fly and go play the next night is ridiculous. But that's an, for another argument because the schedule is is insane for the Sabres right now, which yeah. you don't want to make excuses for that. But it is just like when you've got guys beat up and you need guys from injuries and you're playing every other night, it's, it is tough to get momentum back. And that's how these big ball losing streaks can come up. Yeah. I just, do I, do, do I think like Eric Comrie is the answer? Do I think he was the answer? No, I don't. He was supposed to be a bridge. You know what I mean? He was supposed to be yeah. what Hutton was supposed to be. You know, the guy got, he had a serious injury to start the season. Uh, never really got new group. And honestly, and again, I'm not some, I want to make it perfectly clear. I am not some Eric Comrie stand. I'm not. In fact, ask anybody who knows. I am one of the most. Yes, I'm very sure. <laughs> like I'm one of the most critical people in the city when it comes to goaltending. I will not defend a goaltender if they're deserve if they're if blame deserved to be. Like when it comes to UPL, I, I even when he was playing in his hot stretch of games this year early on, like I wasn't sitting here saying, "Oh, we found the future." No, no, we haven't. Why? Because he's, he put together six or seven great games. That means nothing. That means nothing in this league. Nothing. He like to me, UPL is Marty Baron. Maybe Marty Baron is a guy who went was a guy who when 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 it came to injuries, when it came to Miller or later on in Hashik's career, like he's a guy that could step in and play above fifty five hundred. He could, but he's never going to be a one A. That's what UPL is to me. No, but you but you can win with a Marty Baron if you have yeah. a team that is built the right way. That's that's yes. the thing, too. Yeah. But I was never even again earlier on in the season sold on UPL like yeah, other people. Sure. Were. 
I just I, I just know his injury history. I know his lack of consistency, even at the AHL level, been very inconsistent down there since he since he signed his pro contract. It, mm. It's just it's hard for me to sit there and look at him and be like, yeah, that's a bona fide number one goalie in this league. I, I mean, he hasn't proven it yet. He hasn't. He's no, proven it as much as Eric Comrie has this year. There, that's you, true. I mean, I mean, Craig. Craig Anderson, the fact that Craig Anderson's the yeah, the fact that he's their best goalie is a detriment. Those guys should be disappointed. I mean, it's not their all their faults, but he's been outplaying them this year. He really has. Yeah, I mean, I, I, honestly, forty-one-year-old Craig Anderson, if you want to be a numbers guy, has the best numbers on the team. He yep. does. Like, I just, oh man, I just, I, I, I was disappointed. Even with the Jordan Greenway trade, I was still disappointed you know, that we didn't get more done at the deadline. I think there was so much to offload on this team. And I, I, I love. I know we all love the buzz, buzzwords this year, vibes and culture and this and that. But this is a business. Business is winning games. Business is getting into the playoffs. Yep. And this team just isn't deep enough to do it. You weren't good enough in goal to do it. Again, Wild tonight isn't on goaltending. Um, there isn't a single goalie on this on this roster right now, in my opinion, that could catch fire in the playoffs or to get you to the playoffs with the way this team is playing right now. No way. Well, Dwayne, looking way ahead right now, if I'm looking at the why they didn't make any, like try, I've been trying, obviously we've all been trying to rationalize, like why do they not do anything more than what they did? And I love, trust, I love the Greenway edition too. I, that's a guy that I fell in love with in the World Juniors 2015. Just, I really, I wanted the Sabres to pick him in that draft when he went 18th or wherever he went with Minnesota on that. Like guy that I've liked the whole time. He didn't has it didn't work out there. So I was really happy about that trade. But it wasn't like it was mostly just happy because I knew who the guy was. Yeah. And like knew he was he was like a familiar face and like you knew the pedigree. It wasn't yeah. if it was the same stat level guy with not that kind of pedigree and not the connection to Granado, we wouldn't probably look at it as the same way. Um so you're exactly right. Like there should have been more done and that's what I have to think if the plan was that they weren't doing anything right now, if you look at the free agent class, which I do on a daily basis, basically at this point for both the bills and the Sabres, um, there is a, like where this class is going to thrive is the middle class type of like wingers and defensemen. And that's really all they need to add. So if that's their idea, then I like it. I mean, I, I, I see what the vision is. It's stupid. I think you should try to maximize where you are right now in the standings, but I see what the idea was. And if they, they wanted to get married to that, that's a thing. But the fact is I, I just disagree with that kind of team build because when you have this kind of momentum going and you can, it was so easy, dude. What we saw the deals that were flying out there. They weren't willing to part with the, they weren't willing to even part with more than what those guys were going for outbid some of those teams. Like, it's kind of, it's like, what are we doing here? Like, it's, it's really not putting out that much. It's not giving up any bit of your future, even who we can afford it. You can afford a third and a fourth at this rate when you're so stocked up. I I just, you know, I can't tell you the last, when was the last time our pipeline was this plentiful? You know what I mean? Uh, I don't even know. Was it that last lockout? You know what I mean? Like, when you know before the rule changes, when Roy Miller, I was gonna Tom say probably Miller. probably right before Miller actually showed up in Vanek, yeah, had like just gotten drafted and everything. Yeah, that's probably the last time your pipeline was this like plentiful mm-hmm. with high with high end prospects. And 
you know, you have almost a bona fide stud in Devin Levi two years out. Mm-hmm. You know, you have, you know, there, there's still question marks around Ryan Johnson, but you have, I mean, you, you are so deep down the middle. It's insane. Savoy, Kulik, Rosen. Um, who am I missing? Uh, Austin. Yeah. Four guys that you took at, took at center over the last two years who are all developing. It's just a numbers game to me, Jake. Like those guys aren't all going to play for your team for mm-hmm. an extended amount of time. It's just not going to happen. All four of those guys aren't going to, you have Thompson and cousins locked up. Like what are you going to have? One of the, all four of those centers just change positionally. Don't forget Peyton Krebs plays center. He he was drafted as a center. Yeah. Like you're just going to play that guy at wing all. It's like, it's just, it, it's a numbers game to me and good teams. What good teams do. You look at the blueprint that Chicago made um, Tampa Bay, um, Colorado, you know, you look at the blueprint of what it takes to be successful for a sustained amount of sustained amount of time in this league, and they all they they they, they get it done through the draft in the beginning. We've done that. You have Dol- You're going to have Dalian locked up. You're going to have Owen Power locked up. You have Thompson locked up. You have Cousins locked up. You have Samuelson locked up. Those are five core pieces. Yeah. Five core pieces. Of your Skinner team. too, if you really locked want to just count Skinner, him yeah, too. Skinner. Yeah. Yeah, so six, six. You have all six of those guys locked up for the foreseeable future. It, so there's six number roster spots gone, gone. You're Quinn's got a, a spot on this team, but Terka's got a spot on this team. Yep. So there's your forward group, right? For the most part, your forward group. Yep. So you got to fill out your bottom six. How do you fill out your bottom six? Do you just wait for these guys to develop? There, some of them are playing junior, some of them aren't even over and playing in North America. No. You do the things that teams like Tampa Bay have done and Chicago have done. I mean, look, when they needed depth, Chicago, they went and got Marion Hosa. Mm-hmm. They already have Patrick Kane and uh, Jonathan Teus on their team. Patrick Sharp. They had they had these guys locked up and part of their core. They went and got Marion Hosa. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that was the move Buffalo needed to make this year, but you could have parted with a prospect. And, and maybe not maybe not your first I understand you're, you're holding on tight to that first round pick but <laughs> you had three seconds you had three seconds you're telling me you're do you think that's me, do you think that that's what it is as much as anything else is it he wanted it is he wanted them to be just good enough to compete but just bad enough that they could still have the lottery ball and just have the chance I at the dart I hope not I just I want nothing to do with the draft line. I, I know I know the grand prize of Connor Bedard. I get it. Like he is the next McDavid. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's he's stepping but, in and scoring, you know, 70, 80 points pretty quickly, I think. But how much would it mean to this team to get to the playoffs this year? How much oh, would mean it everything. mean to this fan base to have gotten to the playoffs this year? It would mean everything. It would it would mean it would mean a lot to these guys, but I and that's why it's very confusing that they didn't do anything because it felt to me like they owed them some kind of ad. And maybe Greenway felt like that to the room. Maybe those got, maybe a guy that was just so familiar with Tage and every, and whatever, and Tuck and and guys in this locker room, like maybe that felt like a good enough thing for the, in that room. I don't understand the decor though. The decor is just the thing that I've just, I will never understand. Um, They just couldn't of, yeah, I mean, yeah, Meyer. They could have been in that. They should have been in that bidding war. There's no yeah. reason to not be in that bidding war. Um, I know. 
I just, I know. Besser, I mean, Vancouver didn't want to part with them, I guess, but like those were those were conversations. I feel like those are the kinds of guys I'm looking for. Like middle, there are middle six guys in this free agent class that are good, but they were middle six guys to be had for nothing. J, how did how are they not involved with JVR, who didn't end up getting moved, obviously? But like they, no, he did. They didn't. The Flyers said they didn't get a call till like 1:44 in the afternoon. It's like you have. Endless, you have all the cap space in the world. You could literally do anything right now. This guy doesn't have to be a part of your solution beyond two months, the next two months. He's coming in to be a veteran presence and just help help show something, help give this guy some kind of boost. Not even something like that. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, and... I just I, you brought up JVR. You know, we just talked about Timo Meyer, Tyler Bertuzzi. Like Tyler, I would have done that. I would have loved Tyler Bertuzzi. Like I just, I can't, be- I can't believe that. I, I mean, I can't believe that Boston gets him. Yeah, Boston. Like, that's the thing. How does Detroit look at yourself in your division and you're like, we're gonna just trade him? To- we'll trade him to Boston. We'll just get, we'll just let the. Team that's lost single like, I, I think games. he's a free agent in the offseason, but still, he like, is, yeah, and they're they're Tyler doing cap. and you want to sign somewhere else. I mean, they're doing funky cap stuff right now, too. So, they got two guys on LTI right now, right? Paul and uh, uh, Felino, yeah, great. Yep, oh, we'll see. We're we'll see even, a game one, guys. Being, we're not even being as a broker at the trade deadline with all that cap space. Yep. You know what tells me, Jake, and I, I've been a conspiracy theorist here for a little bit. It just tells me, you know, Google doesn't want to spend money. I think there's a, at least a very minority stake of this team for sale right now. And they're just trying to undersell. That's everything why they're not spending. Just, that's it, why they're only spending internally on their own players. They're not willing to dish out. You know, I know we still who do we. I think we have one guy. Uh, still on our books that isn't playing, or maybe we traded that contract. Bishop back. still, is it? It I might be. So. Yeah, it might be Ben Bishop. Cody Hodgson. I think Cody Hodgson still gets paid this year. Does he? Mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he might have been. He legit might have been. Oh, I hope you subscribe. Maybe that. Maybe that's how Donnie. Uh, maybe that's how Donnie even pushed the trade through for Greenway. He's like, "Fuck, we got to do something." He's like, yeah. I, who, where's I know Jordan Greenway. Jordan needs a place. I'll take him. Well, he loves Jordan. He, he coached him at the NTDP. He did, like, yeah. You know, he's familiar with him. I love. I love the Jordan, Jordan Greenway. Game. Jordan he Greenway. The thing about Greenway is Bill Guerin hated him. <laughs> he yeah. just couldn't stand him. Like Greenway didn't have opportunity for the last two years. He went into his. I he. I can't remember. Oh. I was reading the article in the Athletic, and I think at least this season there was an incident where Greenway was late to a team plane or late to a dinner or something, <laughs> and he basically benched him after that, and then put him on the fourth line and didn't play him anymore. Late, I mean, it's tough. Evander Kane, Evander Kane, one time was late late to practice because he's taking a helicopter back to Buffalo from the NBA All Star game. <laughs> you know. Like, Evander Kane did a lot of things and is still playing first yeah, nine minutes in the NHL. Um, <laughs> I will say this. I, I, I am in a group chat. I apologize for me moving around, everybody. I just got to plug in the old the old MacBook here before it dies. Yeah, you know, um, it's, it's scary when that little red battery it, pops yeah, up. Yeah, like, it popped up you, again. Because it, it could be three seconds. It could be 10 minutes. You never know. Yeah. A <laughs> um, little story. What guy in my group chat uh, used to date a girl who was uh Sabretooth and they used to get invited to no shit. Yeah. 
they they got invited to a few of the uh after hour after parties okay uh, at kane's like hotel room because he never actually bought or you know leased a, a house here yeah he, you know he lived at, at the marriott you yep. know probably one of the suites there and he said so then there and when they walked in there was a pile one pile of money on the table oh, and another right. pile of cocaine on the table yeah i was gonna this say was, a pile of something else yeah so <laughs> um and she and they said that was the first time a certain player on on the team at the time had ever you know tried coke and uh it happened that night in front of them so i'm not going to say the player's name but uh you know they are no longer on this team put it that way <laughs> um a lot of those guys aren't anyways um but i digress where do you go from here i mean i'm, I'm reading I, I i subscribe to a lot of the reporters in the buffalo you know uh, you know in the buffalo hockey beat and while we were, I, I was seeing a lot of some of the uh the comments um from don granado i'm gonna read a few of them here oh boy just in one second just trying to pull them up uh one second let's see here where is it i just want to i want to read some of these don granado quotes because you know there's gonna be cliche stuff like you know <laughs> where is it come on we find it. Uh, sorry for the unprofessionalism, everybody. I just want to. I want to read some of these these Granado quotes. There we go. Um, where are they? Granado said they considered a goalie change earlier in the game, but it got to five three early third, and that and then he says he felt bad for Comrie in the final portion of the game. No shit. No Don. shit. Right. Yeah. No shit. Like at what point there during that onslaught? I think at seven, you got to do it. I think after the, I think it's six, it's still okay. Three goals. We've been bouncing back and forth here. We could score quick. Once you get to seven, I think you got to. And especially because it was, it was, what did I say? It was four goals and 303. Like you got to take him out in one of that, in that three minutes at some point. That's just. Granado says they cannot have fear or doubt because of this. Says it crept in right in the middle of the game tonight. So whose job is that that to, to, if you see that, if you know that's coming, why don't you call a timeout then and just gather the gather the troops? Say, hey, yeah. like let's get our heads out of our asses here. We have a game. We have, we have you know, however seventy more minutes to play. We're only down by two. We're only down by. Let's get right back in this. We've done this before. We can do it again. That's your job as a coach to rally the troops there. If you feel that that's happening, that's what you do. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's what you do. And think about the guys who made the plays then too in this game because it makes you think a lot. Like Akposo making the nice pass to Greenway. Skinner getting the goal and the th- like it's got it was the vets who were really like making the the plays that really and we were talking about it there was no sustained pressure or anything like that and that's lack of confidence they didn't have confidence to make plays they didn't have confidence to be creative on the rush at all they were predictable and they were getting just worked really just purely here's one Granado every game is important no question we weren't sharp sharp you weren't sharp you didn't show a up bit, yeah a little bit less you didn't than show up sharp at points in that game, we play with frustration and it compounds. A loss is a loss. A loss is a loss. Ugly, pretty. It's a loss. We don't like it one bit. We have to find a way that it makes us better. We saw it. We saw it. You saw it. We saw it. Yeah. Yeah, we you definitely saw it. Granado says part of the growth is feeling the pressure and not allowing it to take you out of your game. 
playing yes, games with more pressure and high heightened expectations is what we need says yep. uh, what we need says they will respond you should well, have responded after the yeah. islanders game they haven't responded the, the, here's the thing is that these games of pre- this six game stretch now they've all been pressure there's been all pressure games and they've every, won one of them <laughs> every single one of these games is a pressure game they had the, they're the they had the chance to control their own destiny. There, there is a world where tonight they are alone in first place in the wild card and, and hanging out. Yeah, that world exists in another universe, another timeline, a much nicer timeline where kicks don't allow get allowed to go into the. Oh, no, dude, don't even get me started. <laughs> Anybody who says that wasn't a kick, it's just. I had a lot. Of, I had a lot of good fun. I wasn't even that. Like I love getting got you. I love you. Can tell when guys are really getting riled up, and that's when I get the most fun on Twitter arguments. That's when I'll just keep going just to see like where I can make these guys. And it wasn't hard with the Isles fans. They were just ready to go. They were dropping rule books on me, so I started dropping rule books. It was great. It was just. Yeah. It was just amazing, and it still wasn't a goal. It really wasn't, but. That's okay. Here's a comment from uh, Cricket Whistle Seven on Twitter. Oh boy, Hackett and Weber should be up here, and Matt Ellis and the two fat guys should be in Rochester. I don't even know their names. This is half the problem. Please comment. Hate on Dan Girardi. What's wrong I with Dan Girardi? Girardi? Yeah, come on. I love Dan Girardi. Yeah, Matt Ellis, though he can go. Matt Ellis, how did yeah? How did Matt Ellis become a skills coach? You know what? When that happened, know, I was man. a little skeptical. I'm like Matt Ellis. I've never seen him do a skilled hockey thing in my life. That's that's not true. That's rude. But yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah, with that. I, just, I would like, like, like. I want Jay. I've wanted Jay McKee on this staff for so long. Dude, that would yes. be a dream. You know, is he still down in the O? I think so. Yeah, I think he's head coach. Just sitting so. there, man. You don't think he would love to come back and sit behind Buffalo's bench? Oh, I would. I would think so. Who would think so, man? Get me Jay McKee. I know, like, I know people like kind of scoff at the idea of just bringing back the glory days, like, like you know, bringing back the old regime to coach. Like, I think it's like, you know, I, you know, there's a reason why Danny Briere is running a front office with Philadelphia. There's a For reason sure. Ryan Drury is the GM of uh, the Rangers, you know, Mike Greer, uh, Mike Greer, Mike Greer. With, with the San Jose Sharks. Yep. Like those guys, they're good hockey minds. Jamie Ver- a great Ver- hockey mind. Even go further back. Spachek's <laughs> running. You were talking about Spachek earlier. He's running Slovak youth team. Yeah. Verada's running. Shatan, like, too. He's part of yeah. the, the, the Slovakian uh, international program. Yep. Verada's helping run the Chechians, Chechian team. Yeah. Like, there have been these guys this Max whole time. Verada, man. They're, they're the guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but regardless, like actually speaking of box Operata, I random word that I got a relic in here somewhere if I can find it. I have a I have a Voxloff Verada autographs. Here it is. Oh god. Rant most random like piece of memorabilia that I have. One of the most random. That is a Louisville Lockjaw stick blade autograph by Voxloff Verada. That's awesome. Most one of the most random pieces of memorabilia I have. Oh, and then oh, I have yeah. a mini stick here signed by Rick DiPietro. Oh my god, <laughs> random things I find just laying around in my basement. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I just coaching is an issue, man. It is. Yeah. I'm not saying Granado's the issue. I would have loved to have heard a Lindy Ruff post game tonight. Yeah, like how great. Because he's not going to mince words. He's not going to give you cliche answers. He's going to oh, be very no. animated. He's going to be very honest. 
Lindy would have. I would. I would have been locked in, just waiting for Lindy to storm up there and just. Oh my god! Hell, hell do you theory. remember? Yeah. Do you remember after the Lucic incident? And I think it was Yarko Rutu ran Miller. Yeah. And, and gave him like I forget what happened to Miller, but uh, he's like Yarko Rutu. Yarko Rutu's <laughs> gonna run our club. It was like maybe two within two weeks of the Lucic incident, and he was fucking losing it, man, <laughs> losing it. Oh, oh I would have loved a Lindy post game tonight. Oh my God. Who that that right, would have been so worth the price of admission. In the event that the Sabres don't make the playoffs, will you be pulling for the New Jersey Devils just for the pure factor of Lindy Ruff? Oh, because 100%. I think that that's where my, my life will go. It's right to, it's got to go. They're right already to my team. They're already my team after Buffalo this year. Okay. Just because of Lindy. That's, you fair. know, what was it? The fans were cheating in, in New Jersey. We're sorry, Lindy, or something like that this year. Yeah. <laughs> we apologize. You know, because they wanted him fired last year, and then he came back, and the team's just been on fire. Yep. You know, and then they go out and get Timo Meyer. You know, it's kind of funny, too, because, you know, Lindy, obviously, he had Drury, Vanek, Briere. He had a great hockey team here in Buffalo before, you know, L, you know D-Day, essentially, of – the uh, Dable, Briere, and Jury left, unfortunately. Yeah. But I don't think he's ever had as talented of a team that he, uh, as he no. does right now in New Jersey. And good for him. That is going to be, if it is Rangers Devils first round appointment television for seven games, because yeah. it's going to go seven games, first of all. There's nothing, if there anything the Rangers and Devils do, they are dramatic as fuck. But I just. I'm looking at the playoff matchups, and hopefully, obviously, the Sabers being in there against the Bruins would just be just yeah. a good, just a grand old time. It would be it would be so much fun. But you just look at the playoff matchups in the East, and every series is going to be just yeah. incredible, high level hockey. But gotta yeah, gotta be pulling for Lindy and stuff there. I don't want to think about that yet, Dwayne. Though we still got 18 games left, we got to plan out. I think going into today. I think I saw Jeremy tweet that they needed to be at like a 71% win percentage the rest of the way. So that's got to be bumped up a little bit after tonight, but that's still feasible. That's like, that's like a, uh, 11, five and two run basically the rest of the way. It's very possible. Like they're not not out of it. They're really not. But like, where do you go from here, man? How do you get, like, how do you, what you better fucking do is light up the New York Rangers on Saturday with and ruin Patrick Kane's celebration that they're going to try to have because you know there's going to be all the blue sh- – you know how many Rangers fans are going to be in that building. You know people are going to be wearing all these brand-new Kane jerseys that they bought last week, their yeah. first Rangers there's jersey. Gonna be, there's going to be Patrick Kane jerseys. Uh, there's going to be Blackhawks jerseys. There's going to be more Patrick Kane jerseys than Sabres jerseys in the arena. It's going to be nuts, man. It's going to be nuts. I'm in no way, shape, or form pulling for the Rangers, man. No, you know, no way. I'll, I'll root for the devil. Sorry, Lazzy. But, uh, not, uh, yes, Lazzy. And Lazzy, you were – Lazzy was doing gr- the God Lord's work helping yeah, the with, Sabres okay. fans out against the Isles fans. And he did allow me to get all my licks in on his post. But it's – Yeah. I can't even – I'm still just – I can't. I mean, dude, we're uh, we're still doing strong numbers here. We got 18, 18 viewers on with us on YouTube, which is a which is nice. But because they're all still they all still think that Hudson Fashion kicked it in too. Still <laughs> yeah, like, right, fuck, bro. Um, they're just like, how could this have happened? I know. Yeah. I just uh, remember, guys, if uh, you're not already subscribed, uh, two goalies, one mic on YouTube, on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, give us a follow, subscribe, 
hit the like button, do whatever you got to do. Leave a comment. You know, we'll always pull up your comments here from YouTube and Facebook. Uh, and if you have a question on Twitter, just send us a DM and we'll be sure to bring it up to you just like we did Cricket Whistle 7. Um, yeah, the Rangers on Saturday, I think it's a 5 o'clock game. Yes. Yeah, it's a 5 o'clock game. Uh, they got I'm going to be very drunk, Dwayne. Yeah. I might be – I could be – if it goes bad, my Twitter might be going crazy. It's it's the river dying. It's St. Patrick's Day here in Chicago. So I'm going to be drunk at like 10 a.m. and then just getting stumbling home and yeah. turning on my TV and watch the Sabres. If it goes so, south, so what you're who saying knows? Is you're coming on the post-game show Saturday. If, if it goes well, if it – well, it depends if I – I may be back out again. But if I'm not <laughs> and it goes very well or very bad, yeah. You might have to hear from me. I, uh, I'm worried. I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I just – listen, man. I uh, – you know, it's funny, man. It, Olofsson would end his goal drought when they're down six goals, right? That's, <laughs> That's when he would decide. I was going to – I was going to – This is it, man. I'm going to end the drought now. But maybe – The funniest part of the game. I made this was... comment a couple times. When he scores, he scores in bunches. It's so maybe literally... this is the beginning of – what's to come and maybe he goes eight in the next 10 which this Dwayne, team desperately needs from him right now Dwayne he's J.R. Smith he's literally J.R. Smith literally <laughs> he is J.R. Smith of hockey <laughs> who am I yeah you're LeBron slash Tage Thompson <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing bro <laughs> score the fucking book i was i'm so glad you brought that up i'm glad that that got mentioned on this show because it was the most hilarious thing about the box score it's that victor olafson scores that <laughs> nine nine it's nine three he's like let me put one in tonight <laughs> we picked a great time Vic. picked Jesus. a great time to end that streak we're hey. down by six could have used that three goals to go bud Hey, if they win five three and he has a hat trick Saturday, I I won't mind it. If that's yeah, what gets him going, thing. he scores in bunches. Scores yeah. in bunches, and uh, I don't know. They can win that game Saturday. That's really what it comes down to. Is I think they is that every game. If you honestly, if you sit here and ask me the rest of the way going into every night, I'm gonna think they can win that game because they have. It is not the how well they can play. It is just finding a level of consistent play. That is the struggle because the variance is too high and we are Dude, way down there. here, right? Way, way down here. Just get there, man. Just give us, give us, I don't care if we lose in five or six games. Just get us there. I want to be in that arena again for a playoff game, dude. I just, I really do. And I don't, this shouldn't been like a learning year. You know what I mean? This shouldn't be a learning year. This team has played good enough to be there. They have. They have. And you know what else would be nice? A better playoff structure. And I know it doesn't really change yeah, anything this year. But this would have been such more of a, of a fun race if it was just like. Ah, it's just a tough year. It's just tough. That, that's tough that the all that feels like the East is just so solid in the middle class, too. It's like the worst year for this to be the year where they kind of figured it out the last couple of years they could have probably snuck in on one of those bad wild cards the east is yeah. so solid all the way through yeah chris we're sorry you gave up ot to go to that yeah, game tonight, chris yeah. that's yeah <laughs> yeah they they, the, the they should we, the you should file a complaint too. yeah i was gonna say i would literally i would literally write him an email or you know send him a dm i just want to let you guys know that i turned down overtime tonight and that's the effort you gave me I demand you to, you give me this much money in Sabres bucks. <laughs> Sabres bucks tickets, something. They got something, equal, right? something of equal value. He should. 
Uh, I can't believe the Bills lost to the Cowboys 10 to 4. Looks at what month it is. This is a hockey score. <laughs> that would be a tough football score, too. That would be. I don't know how you get it. Was that two safeties? Two safeties, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. a baseball score, though. It's not a hockey score. That's, That's a sure. hockey score. Oh, I can't believe the Bisons lost 10 to 4. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. Bison season. How much longer? Pitchers and catchers request uh, reported how long ago now? Yeah, they're out there. World <laughs> Baseball Classic starting this week. Oh, yeah. I'm a Red Sox fan, so it's not going to be that great for me this year. So No, not at all. <laughs> no, but you got anything else, man? No, I'm looking forward to Saturday. I think that there's going to be – I think that they will respond Saturday, whether that means they're making the playoffs or not. I'm – whatever. I don't, I don't know at this point. But um, I still think that there is a team in there that can go on a nice little streak here. I think that – they bounce. What is it? What's the worst? The they got to eight, lose all losses earlier in the year. I don't think we're getting back to eight. So I think it stops on Saturday. Um, but it's got to. It can't just be Saturday. It's got to be a little <laughs> bit of a consistent run. How long are we from Tuck? That's really what we need. We need back. Is we need Alex Tuck yeah. back on. I know a ice. lot of people like to say that Darlene's being bred to be the next captain. But if there's anything like these streaky times, especially right now without Tuck. Like I know, I like I know that this team is almost equally as without when Dalene is in the lineup. He is I the heart and soul like, of this team, though. Tuck, you, I think. You, I'm sorry, this team doesn't lay down like that with Alex Tuck on the ice. No, I don't think. No so. fucking way. No way. No way. Dude, would you would you think that the solution could be at some point bringing up somebody from Rochester, you know, not named Vinny Anastroza? Do you think? Do you foresee maybe like a Yuri Kulik? My answer, my answer is more Vinny. More Vinny? I love Vinny. Yes. So he's an energy Vinny. guy. He is a ball of energy. Big ball of energy. It's not, hey, I don't Vinny wouldn't let that shit. He would have fought somebody. He would have done something. No, I don't. Hey, cool. I, I don't I think, think Vinny Anastrosa wins on this game. No, I don't think I don't think he's helping. I don't no. think he's either. Um, maybe it's maybe it's nine to four. Cool. I would love to see Coolidge up here. I would love to see a little, just a different mix of something. Um, but they seem to really like. They're not going to touch Olafson at all. Um, and I don't know if I want to take. We were talking about this the other day with Paterka, like wanting to keep him out there and be the guy that it's going to be interesting when Tuck comes back. Who gets taken off the ice? It's going to oh, be really you, interesting. You put that top line back together. Yeah, sure. you have to. Yeah, but Greenway's going to stay out there. I just mean who's going to be scratch after that? Maybe Jost. I would scratch. Middle stat. It would be middle stat or Paterka, I think, on and off. I, I think, think it's I would JJ. Switch back and forth. It'd be unless, JJ more often than not. Unless JJ starts to really turn things around here, I think well, it's JJ. So, you know what? So JJ can go. The, him and Quinn can go down and play for the Amherst. Too, I'm not right? sure if they're on a one way deal or not. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know either. I think they'd have to be waived. Yeah. No, I, uh, which will never that, happen. So. So, no. Um, so I mean, I, I think it would be JJ, and that's not an indictment against him. He's a 19-year-old kid. You know what I mean? Like, you weren't expected to come in here and be the rookie of the year. Yeah. You know what I mean, and I think he will still come in and he'll get games. It's not like he's gonna just be sat for like 20 yeah. games or whatever. He's gonna pop back in for sure. Yeah, for sure. There are gonna be other injuries. There are gonna Definitely. be other players who are gonna are gonna struggle that. You're gonna get an opportunity. This team, especially players, are gonna struggle. Yeah. So I mean, I like I would love to see Yuri Kulik. Um, who's that big that big uh big defenseman? 
in Rochester. Uh, what's his name? I forget his name. Maybe That's somebody in the about. comments. Um, he always plays well at development camp, but never. I think he made it. He hasn't been in a game this year. Made his debut last year. Big fucking defenseman. What's his name? Um, Can't remember. It escapes me. Maybe somebody in the comments, Chris, if you're watching, maybe you could look it up. I know you're you're pretty uh, privy to that stuff, but um, <clears throat> just somebody, man. Like, I mean, <laughs> they need a spark. They do. They just yeah, need, they they need somebody to come in and spark. So, like somebody has to be sat for maybe a guy in Rochester to come in and uh, you know put the put the put the put their back against the wall. Yep. I don't know. I, 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 what the hell name? Uh, I can't remember. I, I, I know what. what about, I think, once, I, once I see it, hold on. Rochester Americans da, 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 roster. Give me one second. What's his name? Big bodied rough defenseman. Granted, he's not going to be a huge difference Big maker, boy. but a guy that maybe you could bring in and um, <clears throat> could ruffle some feathers. Wasn't Brandon Beer? Wasn't Wilson, it wasn't Leisenbach? Sean Malone, Kulik, Jobs, Mersh, Ozak, Kiskakov, Brett Murray. Yes. A, I'm sorry, he's a winger, not a defenseman. Yeah. The defensemen they have down in Rochester right now are nobody that you want in in your lineup. No, they don't have any. That's except that's, for Lawrence Pilot, who, you know, not that I would have liked Pilot, to see him. Yeah, I mean, they must really just not trust him at all because he does not get. Why did you call chances. him up? That's my question. Like, why even call the guy up? It was weird. Yeah, um, it's a weird paper move to do. Did he come? Did he have to fly? Did he? Did he travel? Or I don't know. Like, I, well, I guess the they were game home. was in Buffalo tonight. Well, no, but they but he had to go to. He was on the roster for the Islanders, though. I would assume right? so. Yeah, I mean, they're only in Rochester. He could have made that trip. Um, Makes tip over and they're like, "Yeah, you're gonna sit, bud. See you later." Yeah, but anyways, we're getting close to an hour here, guys. Uh, remember, this is brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case on George Urban Boulevard. If you need to get really drunk after uh, a performance like this, we don't blame you. Um, Get over to Outlet Liquor. Tell them the boys from Two Goalies, One Mike, and I'll hang up and listen. Sent you. Uh, Jake, if you don't got anything else, um, neither do I. Oh, no. Outlet Liquor's pointing to the logo. Um, yeah, I got nothing else. I watched, uh, I watched the end. The Oilers beat the Bruins. I watched the end of that while we were doing this so I could cleanse that horrible hockey out of my mouth and watch yeah, something that I enjoyed. Was, so that was cool. It, what's it like to watch good hockey? How do you go from <clears throat> beating the Tampa Bay Lightning the way you did to this? <laughs> Wild. It's pretty crazy. Uh, one <laughs> pretty, last it's, comment it's, before we get out of here. I would have still traded Mitz to bring back Comfer and get a veteran defenseman like Eric Johnson next offseason. I think they should do both season. of those things. Yeah. Huh? I, I think, love I do I love I know Comfer really hasn't reached the ceiling that he was expected the player he's expected to be. Um, but I would have loved to see if Conf, Confer in the bottom six. I think he's a good two hundred foot hockey player. I think he'd be a good, he'd be a great third, fourth liner. I would love to see Eric Johnson. I would also love to see a guy like Kevin Shattenkirk, who's going to be a free agent. Like that's those are the, those are exactly the right type of veterans and kind of defensemen that yeah. Sabres should be looking at all offseason. Agreed. Um, I'll hang up and listen, guys. Brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case. I am Dwayne Jake Micah. Thanks for hopping on, bud. Uh, yes, always won the show with three words. Let's go Sabres. Uh, yeah, let's go. 
Hey everybody, this is Dwayne from Two Goalies One Mike, a show where we give you a behind the mask coverage of the greatest sport on earth, whether it be happening right here in Buffalo or around the hockey world. Now you might be thinking, hey Dwayne, why would I want to hear what you two idiots have to say about hockey? Well, first of all, rude. Second of all, we bring in coaches, players, analysts from your favorite programs from ESPN to Sportsnet to TSN. We're always on it. If you're a Sabres fan or just a hockey fan, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can check us out at trainwreckSports.com or the Dean Blundell Podcasting Network. Thank you for your support, guys, and I'll hang up and listen. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com.